Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode today, we have as our guest Sakshi Walia, who is working as the HR business partner at Tieto Every. Hi, Sakshi. Thank you for coming and joining us today. Hi, Prajita. Thank you so much for having me here today. So, just to set some context for our lovely listeners, could you please take us through your career journey so far? Sure, absolutely. So, hi everyone. I am Sakshi Walia. Um, I have about eleven years of experience in the IT industry, uh, nine out of which is uh, in HR. And uh, so, I started off as a um, you know a computer science graduate. So, I did my engineering in computer science, and then I was placed with Accenture, where I worked with Accenture for the for two years uh, as a SAP FICO consultant. And then I decided to change my career stream and decided to pursue my masters in human resources. And uh, so, I I did my uh, full time MBA from Symbiosis Institute of Management Studies. Uh, Uh, in Korea and then i was uh, you know i started working with uh, tcs in pune I worked there for about 7 and a half years um, so i i started off as a recruiter taking care of experienced professional hiring um, mainly for bfsi projects and then i shifted uh, as the hr partner again for a couple of uh, bfsi projects then i took over as the wellness and uh, program management office lead for the branch and so after about 7 and a half years i decided to uh, switch to my current organization which is Tieto Every and uh, here i am working as the senior hr partner for two of our business units in india Tieto Every Care and Tieto Every Industry and i work closely uh, with the hr and business leadership to drive initiatives in uh, the space of employee engagement employee wellbeing learning growth leadership etc and uh, so i think that's that's a very brief summary of my career so far project that's amazing quite the journey i must say so <laughs> covid was a challenging time for all and it changed the way our industry works now So what were some of the key learnings you had to go through in adapting to the changes and how did you remain optimistic in the face of such a crisis Yes absolutely i think covid and the pandemic uh, changed a lot of things for all of us you know both personally and professionally it was something uh, you know in fact during that time i think our entire focus was on you know employees and their families and their well-beings uh how what kind of support can we provide how can we look at their well-being etc uh but as we moved forward you know as the impact of covid kind of reduced and we got into the regular uh, things we we were met with a new normal right where the routine things and the the regular things uh, and the way of doing those things were no longer valid you know and uh, that's where i think uh, i also realized that you know you need to i realize that your experience of doing certain things in a certain way and your experience is not necessarily your strength always you know and uh, we needed to unlearn a lot of things unlearn a lot of old techniques old ideas and old thought processes and uh, you know try out new things look at things from a very different perspective so right. i think um, one of the key learnings would be unlearn completely look at things from a different perspective and be agile to adapt those new things because the sooner you do the sooner we adopted everything the better it was for everybody so i think that was something which i definitely when i now look at it i realize that that was one thing that really made 
played a major role. A uh, second thing that I feel is that, you know, as long as the intention is genuine, as long as you have a very clear and a sincere intention towards your organization and towards your people to remain connected to your people, to bring value to your people, you will find ways of doing that. You know, of course, things change, but you will find newer ways of doing that. For example, you know, when we realized that uh, post the pandemic, we were all into newer ways of working, which was hybrid ways of working. So we were not really meeting our colleagues on a day to day basis. And, um, you know, we were not uh, there were new people joining us who were probably not so connected to the team because they've not really met people and spent office time and the chai breaks and everything together, you know, and that the belonging uh, was taking a hit. Uh, we we came up with, a, uh, you know, an in-house voluntary connect for all people, which was a very informal connect with the leadership and, of course, the HR called What's on Your Mind. And, you know, we we had people joining in there and they used to talk whatever was there in their heart. And they used to share their experiences. They used to help each other out. They used to get to know each other. They used to get to know the leadership. And that kind of brought in a lot of transparency and that connect back to the team. So, you know, with with that intention, I think we were able to manage the new normal as well and try to bring what we really wanted to to the people. So I think this would be my two at least major learnings from when I look at uh, the situation. That's wonderful. Yes. And 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 I think you also asked me another question, uh, Prajita, about uh, how did I remain optimistic? Right. So, and it's a very relevant question because at the end of the day, all of us are humans. And, you know, there was so much, like I said, happening all around, you know, not only personally, professionally, you hear things. And uh, so, you know, I would have to be honest and I, it did take a tone on on me as well as a person and you have your low moments you have uh, situations where you feel really upset and you down and you're out about it but you know I also realized that you know I realized that I have a bigger role and a bigger responsibility towards the organization because there is at, at the the role that you're playing or because it was more relevant than any any time earlier you know mm-hmm. and that's where you really need to step up you really need to be there for the organization and for people and provide them with the support that they wanted in in whatever way possible whether it was really helping them get admissions in in hospital or talking to them taking you know speaking to them for their well-being or and things like that and you know when you do that when i did that when i was speaking to people and working with them and all of those things i realized that that gave me kind of a very different strength you know yeah. myself and then it's like okay you have to pull yourself together and just keep working towards it and i was lucky enough to be with my family during those times and you know i i'm a person who likes to share and talk so you know when it used to get a bit too much I used to talk to my family went out certain things and i was then all set for uh, for taking it you know ahead so I think that kind of kept me going uh, in those difficult two years for sure. That's amazing. So it's, it's like a lot of learnings you had to take and also the fact that you had to remain strong even during your low times just to keep things going, right? So yes. that itself is a very big, you know, contribution. And, and the fact that you remain so strong in that moment. So kudos to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you, Prajate. Right. So, you know, we talked about promoting diversity, equity and inclusion. A lot of this uh, topic comes into the HR culture, right? So, and it has been a very crucial part of every organization. So, what is your strategy or approach to ensure that employees are inclusive of all their needs? 
Yes, I think uh, rightly uh, said, uh, Rajita. This is something which is gaining a lot of significance, uh, especially in the last uh, you know few years in India. And uh, you know there are different initiatives that you come across and you hear happening in different organizations uh, in the space of diversity, equity, and inclusion. For us at Theatre Every, I think uh, diversity, inclusion, they are key elements that shape our company culture. You know we strive to create a working environment, a workplace which is conducive to a diverse workforce. Uh, you know, and uh, and another thing that we look at, I mean, when we when we talk about the significance of you know diversity, equity, and inclusion in Theatre Every. It's not something that is only reflecting in HR's KPIs, you know, uh, here. And it's not something that is, because historically we have also seen, uh, you know, HR has been the one driving diversity and inclusion having initiatives around it. But here what we are doing differently is that it, it is something which is discussed at corporate level. I mean, you know, it is discussed in the boardrooms and it, the targets are set at the organization level. And then it kind of percolates to the respective businesses and business heads to kind of take care of that. Uh, so that is the level of importance that is given to to the to the space of diversity, equity and inclusion. For example, one of the targets that we have is, uh, you know, having about 50% women workforce by the year 2030. That is one of the targets we have and all of us are aligned towards working and making that happen. When we look at, you know, uh, having initiatives and, you know, probably designing initiatives and we have, when we are thinking about what to do in this space, one thing we definitely look at is when we approach this is we we try and have initiatives which are not only seasonal or at a very superficial level, but we try to do something which is little more profound and have, you know, possibly have a longing, long lasting effect or benefit for our people. You know, like, for example, if um, I, I'll give you an example, which is on top of my head uh, right now. And so every year, 8th of March, you know, we celebrate as the International Women's Day. Right. And, uh, you know, we have been having uh, senior women leaders come and talk about their journey, talk about their challenges. Uh, you know, how, how did they deal with it? What is the message they have to give to new generation and so on? And, you know, we were talking about it and we said, you know, we really need to look at it differently. You know, not everybody is going through that 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 journey. People mm-hmm. people may not resonate completely, and you know, it, this and then of course it has. I'm not saying it does not have a benefit. People listen to the leader and they get inspired in that one hour forty five minute session, and then it kind of fades away. You know, so what we thought was we will look at something which is which will provide assistance or which will help our women for a longer run. And that's where we came up with a program called She Excels, you know, and that was something which is a women mentoring program where we identified a set of uh, women uh, employees based on, of course, their potential and their contribution to the organization so far. And um, typically in the experience range of five to 12 years of that. And why that experience range? Because at least in India, uh, we assume that, you know, that is the the experience range where women are going through a similar life transition stages, either they're getting married or they're getting starting a family, working, you know, working professionally, managing personal and all of that. Mm-hmm. So we came up with that and we identified a few women and then we, you know, we we laid down a program for them, which included three phases of learning, you know, external mentoring from an external mentor and then sessions around discovering their own potential and things like that. So, you know, and trust me when I say this, you know, the impact that it has had, of course, we expected the program to add value to them. And, you know, they learn a lot of things which happened, but more so, you know, from the perspective of, you know, 
taking that learnings and applying it even after months and sharing that with the larger audience yeah. and you know when we meet together and you know i think that is something which was incredible you know that these ladies not only they learned they are they are still able to apply those learnings in their personal and their professional lives they also try and you know cascade these learnings to the next generations mm-hmm. to the women who are joining now you know they have taken that responsibility among, uh, upon themselves to really do that and that's that's amazing you know they formed a solid community of of these women and they they meet and they share and they learn together and they take help from each other and that is what i think the true sense of diversity and inclusion would mean at least for us so that is one example uh, which is very close to my heart as well because uh, you know it kind of gave us a lot of different benefits you know addition to what we started out with so that i think is something which truly you know diversity is taking a chance with our women helping them break their barriers and see them flourish you know and another i think example of diversity if i have to look at is about diversity from the perspective of experience you know so we have a very constant focus on our workforce mix we we try and look what is our workforce mix looking like we need to have you know a proper distribution of people and uh, we take a uh, focus steps towards that direction for example especially for like our tenured people who have been with us for quite some time uh, who have contributed to the organization for a while and you know have really contributed to the success of the teams projects and organization as a whole we work with them closely to see how can they develop themselves you know what is it that their interests are we try and help them assess their potential and then understand where do they want to reach in their journey next 5 7 years and then providing them with the assistance and support to reach there you know so th- that is a kind of uh, you know platform or, or a wo- workplace environment that we try and provide for people to really explore their potential to the complete and the you know possible limit i think i think that is how what wh- another example would also be about you know hybrid ways of working you know uh, that is something that we adopted and we been we said that you know we want people to be able to manage their personal and professional lives and have that kind of you know uh, flexibility yes mm-hmm. exactly and that choice so that they their needs whatever it is that they need to take care of on priority is something that can be met so i think these are some of the initiatives of course there is a lot uh, of different initiatives in different areas under diversity equity and inclusion but to summarize i would say from an approach perspective it is always about looking at something which is more sustainable and which will have a lasting impact benefit for our people and and the organization that's wonderful so the fact that you guys took initiatives and it had such a big impact and the positive kind of connotations that it came about with women's as well as for people who were working in hybrid space so this is really a wonderful example of how you know promoting such kind of culture can actually benefit a lot of people as well like even the organization so Absolutely. <laughs> so the drive and passion to do better in work it's something we all wish for like we all just want to be loving the things we do right so what inspire you to become an hr and how do you manage your work life balance during like peak work days that that's a very interesting question abrajit and a, a bit tricky one too because uh, so i started off so i did my engineering and i when you that i wanted to be an engineer i started working with accenture but soon i realized that you know i i am not somebody who can sit uh, at the system and then you know i don't see myself doing that for the next 30 years of my career that's something that i realized uh, quite early 
And um, I was more, of course, I did not have that kind of exposure of what an HR is. Right. But I, I did know that I wanted to be more out there. I wanted to speak to people, work with people, probably have different engagement initiatives because there were some things happening at project level, etc. And that's where I decided. And when I, you know, investigated a bit more, I realized that maybe career a stream of HR is something that will suit me better. So I went in uh, with a limited knowledge of what an HR could be, but it was something that, you know, that uh, inspired me that I knew that certain, I would be able to find my peace with certain things, uh, you know, and certain areas under HR, you know, for it, it could be recruitment, it could be employee engagement, etc. But of course, uh, when, you know, when you study and when you get out of, when you complete your uh, MBA, you, you realize that it's, it's a vast ocean. Right. There is so much that you have under HR, everything, you know, under the sun could be related to HR because it is all about people and there is no limit to what you can do. You know, and that is something that really inspires me for my job uh, that, you know, you're working with humans, you're working with people. So every day is a new day. You know, you, it's very hard to predict a day for an HR professional, I would say. Of course, there is, there's a set of operational things that all of us do. That's a part of everybody's job. But that that really portion of my job where, you know, you, you can try out different things. There is a new challenge every day, sometimes not so good, but you have to kind of deal with it. And I think that is what keeps me really going at it. And, you know, so nine years later, I think I, I feel that is going good so far. And I hope that it continues to do that uh, even in future from my sure it will continue to go like yeah. that as well so that's amazing and thank you. thank you for sharing all the lovely experiences and i'm sure there is a lot of takeaway for our listeners so this brings us to the end of the podcast thank you sakshi it was lovely hosting you today thank you so much aprajita thank you for having me here today it was wonderful talking to you about certain things you know which are so relevant and something which i feel very strongly about as well and i hope that whosoever has tuned in uh, you know get some insights uh, and uh, you know is able to resonate with at least some a bit of what we discussed today absolutely absolutely thank you so much but thank you so much aprajita